Learning to follow your intuition is like building a muscle. With regular training, you can build that muscle more and more. With a variety of ways in which intuition speaks to each individual, each person's intuitive muscle is going to need different training. As you build that muscle and then learn how to put that muscle to use, you build trust and confidence in yourself and the higher power. In this episode, you will hear a conversation about the power of intuition, what might be blocking you from hearing your intuition, and what you can do to start training your intuitive muscle and using it with confidence. You are listening to the Confidently You podcast. Welcome to the Confidently You podcast. I invite you to join me, Amber, your host on a journey of coming home to your confident self. I'm so fulfilled with helping you transform your life by exploring your true potential and embodying the highest expression of your unique energy. With this podcast, you will find inspiration to own the magic of your individuality, master your mind and energy, and manifest the life you once thought was impossible. I'm here to tell you that confidence is not something that you earn, rather something you can unlearn. Unlearn the bullshit stories that play on repeat that stop you from living life on your terms and taking action with confidence. So if you love human design, manifestation, and shit that blows your mind, then you are exactly where you are meant to be. I already know we're going to evolve to a whole other level together. So without further ado, let's take the next step on your journey of becoming Confidently You. Hello, Confident Soul. Welcome back to another episode of the Confidently You podcast. My name is Amber, and I am your host on your confidence building journey. I have a very special episode prepared for you today. I have my good friend Erin Neely on the show and we are going to be talking about all things intuition. But before we get into that episode with Erin, I wanted to cover a couple of housekeeping things. First being is that you may have noticed that there was no episode last week and normally I wouldn't bring attention to that because that wouldn't be such a big deal, but I wanted to bring awareness to the how I've been structuring my podcast because it is an example of how I have been living with my natural flow and living in um, living in flow with my menstrual cycle. So you may have noticed that with the premiere of season three, there were three episodes that came out in a row uh, in a pattern of uh, each Monday. So each Monday, an episode came out and there were three episodes in a row for three weeks. And then there was one week off. So that was actually to to support my needs, uh, support my energetic needs as I was going through my menstrual cycle. So I choose not to engage in much creativity or really any sort of activity at all. I, I just allow myself to rest and do whatever feels natural to me while I am menstruating. So I decided that I would also extend that to the podcast. So you can expect from here on that the episodes are going to come out in that exact pattern. So there will be three weeks on, one week off. So if you are a devoted listener, not to worry, I am still going to be regularly putting out episodes, but they are going to be in that 
pattern. And that's just how I am honoring myself, honoring my energy, and um, perhaps to inspire you that if you have not been giving yourself permission to rest during menstruation, consider this your invitation. This is your invitation to rest during menstruation. I also wanted to thank you for the new reviews that I have received on Apple Podcasts. Got a few more reviews, a few more five stars. So thank you so much for that. I super appreciate that. It helps me to spread my message with more people. It attracts more people that need to hear my message to the podcast so that I can help them on their confidence building journey as well as you. So share the love. Thank you for sharing the love. And if you haven't yet, and if you are a devoted listener to the podcast and haven't left a review yet, I would really appreciate it if you pause this episode right here and took a moment to leave that review so that I can keep the good stuff coming out for you. All right, so now that is my housekeeping. I want to now introduce you to my beautiful friend, Erin Neely. Erin is, uh, we met, actually, we were both involved in the same network marketing company before we started our own businesses. Um, We're both curly-haired girls, so we were in the hair care industry, loving our curly hair products, and we happened to connect on a... uh, Uh, Western Canada call. So Aaron and I have actually never physically met each other. We just started to connect during that time when we were involved in the same company. And we met on that on a Zoom call in our network marketing company for Western Canada. And we both just had this like connection to each other. There was something that sparked an interest in each other out of, you know, the dozen people that were on the call. There was something about Erin that I was like, I want to connect with her. And so we did. I connected with her and and we became great friends. And we both, without knowing it, we both happened to enroll in Catherine Zinkina's Manifestation Babe Academy in February of 2021. And it wasn't until I saw that she was in the MBA Facebook group, I was like, oh my gosh, Erin. And ever since then, we just like continue to connect further. You know, not regularly. She's one of those long distance friends, uh, literally <laughs> long distance friends. And I, But every time that I meet up with her, it feels like I am connecting with uh, a soul that maybe I met in another lifetime. Her and I were just totally vibing on the same level, same kind of um, morals, values. And I, I'm so excited to introduce her to the podcast. So Erin Neely is a spiritual coach, a spiritual coach and an intuitive oracle card reader with a passion to help women who are feeling lost like she once was in their spiritual awakening with no one to turn to. She left behind the idea of a normal life, quote unquote normal life, in favor of finding her own way of living with joy and alignment. Now Erin helps women harness their intuition and personal power so that they can start living life for themselves. And she is a 6'2 sacral manifesting generator. So enough with me blabbering away here. Please help me welcome Erin Neely to the Confidently You podcast. All right. Hello, Erin. Welcome to the Confidently You podcast. I am so excited that you are here. We have been, I think this has been an episode in the making for several months. I think so Um, too. (laughs) So welcome, welcome. I would love to open up with the podcast with asking you, what makes you feel most confident? Okay. Well, thank you so much for having me. I'm very excited. We've definitely been talking about this for a little while. Um, The thing that makes me most confident would um, probably start with 
honoring yourself first and foremost. And it is in the most simple things that you might not think about in your day to day, like what you wear, um, the people that you choose to hang around, um, the activities that you do. And so I just try to fill most of my days and all of those different things with things that actually make me happy. Um, That would probably be one of the biggest ones and just not compromising who I am for other people, because when you're compromising who you are, you lose your confidence altogether because you're kind of being like, you're putting a mask in front of yourself. So I do my absolute best to be the most authentic me that I can be. And that really brings out all of the confidence that I have. Mm, I love that answer so much because I often find myself saying that your confidence lies on the other side of your authenticity or your, your confidence is on the other side of your authenticity. So it's waiting for you there. It's hiding on the other side there. And yeah. uh, Yeah. So thank you for sharing that. Yes, Um, of course. So we are here talking today about intuition and I purposefully selected you for this podcast because that seems to be your major focal point in which you are expressing yourself on, um, you know, Instagram, TikTok, TikTok, (laughs) TikTok, you know, sharing that with you. And I've really seen this journey that you've been on also since because we were both enrolled in Manifestation Babe Academy. You know, I was, I was behind the scenes kind of watching you go through that journey, you know, especially in the release phase, like really letting go of a lot of stuff. And so I'd really love if you could share, you know, your story about, you know, why it is that you're choosing to help them with their intuition. What's your story with connecting with your intuition? Anything that you want to share with us, please. Yes, yours. absolutely. I actually got full body shivers when you mentioned the release phase of MBA there. <laughs> <laughs> um, MBA was definitely a really big part of figuring out who I was and kind of going back to that confidence section. Mm, um, yeah. And I guess for... I don't know if you've mentioned MBA, but that's one of our uh, mentors with Catherine's and Kina, such an amazing course to go through. Mm-hmm. Um, but my journey with intuition um, started when I was very young, even though I didn't realize it, I would have these moments of just like knowing something and knowing what I needed and I would follow it blindly. Um, But it wasn't until right before the pandemic ended up coming and it kind of forced everybody to slow down. And in that moment of my life, I was just riddled with anxiety, so much depression. Um, I remember just like needing that break for myself to just be myself and just like feel essentially. Um, And then when the pandemic kind of came through, we all had that moment to just like inhale and exhale. And I realized that a lot of things in my life were simply not making me happy at all. Um, And it was like someone else had made all of these decisions for me. Like I was living a life that wasn't even my own. And it was in that kind of moment that I started to really tune inward to me and see like, what actually brings me joy and what do I want to be doing? And I started going on these walks and just picking random pathways based on my intuition. And I got an Oracle deck and I started picking random cards based on my intuition. And it kind of just snowballed into me realizing that it's one of the biggest things you can grow in your spiritual awakening. And I just started talking to all my friends about it and helping them with it. And here we are now today. Um, So it kind of helped me find my way back to myself throughout the last year and a half. And 
that's one of my favorite things to do is to help people find their way back to themselves. Because once you do that, you are capable of anything. Mm-hmm. Your potential is limitless when you, yes. when you're true to yourself. Yes. When you're living for you. Mm-hmm. I love yeah. how you, you kind of touched on, um, not in so many words, but what I took from it is, is um, your intuition is like a muscle learning yes. how to flex that muscle, tune into that muscle, how to tone that muscle. Absolutely. Yeah. It's something that you build and we all have it within ourselves, just like we have any other muscle. So if you practice it and you keep trying, like it will strengthen every human has intuition within them and we feel it through our body. So, um, anybody listening to this podcast right now, if you're thinking like, do I have intuition? Could I like tap into that? You absolutely do. And just like Amber said, it's, it's a muscle. You just have to keep lifting things. If you want your arms to get bigger and with this, you just have to keep coming back to your and looking inward and um, starting with just small little tiny things. And then it starts to snowball into really being confident in everything that you're feeling. Exactly. And I find that you build your confidence when you, when you, when you follow the intuition and you choose to follow through and take that action. Yes. That is, <laughs> yes. That is such a huge thing because you don't build confidence without any action. There has to be no. some sort of a an action involved with it. And when you're following your intuition, you're, you're choosing to flex that muscle, tone that muscle, build that muscle. And the more that you use it in the way that you're supposed to, Mm -hmm. like, you're not just going to go lift a 200 pound dumbbell right away. You're going to build up to it and flex the muscle. And then you're going to build that confidence there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah, I truly believe that confidence is also a muscle that you that you tone. You know, none of us wake up every single day feeling 100% confident. Sometimes, <clears throat> excuse me, you have to fake it till you make it. Sometimes you kind of have to pull some confidence from the outside inward to be like, I've got this. And um, your intuition is just the same. Mm-hmm. Yes, I. you said fake it till you make it. I, I say that all the time, but I also kind of interchangeably use it with face it till you make it I love having that. Faith that yeah <laughs> I love that so much yeah it's just and some things you can't fake you know like degrees and things like that but <laughs> yeah. with confidence um when I was younger, people would ask me like why I wear the things that I wear. Cause I used to wear the craziest things. And I was the first person in high school to wear heels and stuff like that. And I would just always tell people that you can wear it if you feel like it. <laughs> And then you, once you're wearing it, once you're stepping into those shoes, you feel it coming in, you feel that confidence and you feel good about your decision. So kind of just put yourself in those shoes and start walking before you're ready and the confidence will follow you. Oh, uh, you basically just summarized embodiment practices. That's exactly <laughs> like, you know, that's exactly what you do with embodiment practices. So like someone, um, say for example, doing like affirmations, right? They're they're taking the steps to literally step into that version of themselves yeah. who who really believes those things. And you just yeah. gotta keep keep stepping into those shoes and you're at some point you're gonna feel confident in mm-hmm. in that. Yeah, just the baby steps until you get to that full big step. Yeah. Yes, I love that. <laughs> so what does intuition mean to you? Because I think everyone's got their own idea and they should everyone's intuition is unique so what does Mm -hmm. it mean to you when um or what does that word intuition mean to you what does that look like in your life 
Um, so for intuition, for me, it's this inner sense of knowing without the use of any logic, which I think is where people get kind of tripped up a little bit because we're in a very logical world um, and we overanalyze so many things. Um, and oftentimes at the very beginning, when I was following my intuition, it felt um almost uneasy like you're kind of it's like an eerie feeling where you're like I feel like I know I should do that but logically if I were to tell someone this like you maybe you want to exit school or or make a big decision and no one around you might understand it logically it makes no sense but you just have this inner sense of knowing that like that's what's right for you and like you said earlier like choosing to follow through with that is one of the biggest steps because it's easy to fall back into logically thinking about things we've been doing it for many years I've been doing it for 26 years myself so being able to kind of trust yourself in that moment and going inward is is really where it sits um yeah it's kind of crazy because there's literally no logic attached to it at all yeah I feel that so hard we live in this world where the left brain the logic half of the brain is very valued and we're conditioned to think that you know, for example, science is the know all, yes. how all, all the answers lie in science. Um, the problem with that is science only knows the truth in the now. You know, yes. they can only prove what is to be true in this moment. Science is subject to change. I mean, for how many years did we think the earth was flat until one yeah. day somebody said it's not flat, right? So there was a period of time where everybody thought logically the earth was flat. That's what logic told them. But then someone had an intuitive nudge and said, no, there's something of exploring. Yeah. And what I think is really funny is that when it comes to science, you know, the scientists that choose to go off and explore these like really obscure ideas, they're doing Mm -hmm. that because they had an intuitive nudge. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. They go hand in hand. And um, I personally am a lover of science. I think it's so freaking cool. Um, But there are also so many things that have happened in my life, being very intuitive and an Oracle reader and all of that, that science simply cannot explain as of right now. And as long as you can kind of have that faith within whatever you believe in, whether it's God or source or Allah or whoever, um, if you can have that faith and see past whatever you can prove on paper, the universe is endless. Like the potential is endless and you can call in so much knowledge for yourself that you never would have even thought you had access to. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. And I think that when you're really authentic to yourself, you become a stronger cha- channeler. Cha- <laughs> yeah, like a channel. A, yeah, you become a stronger channel because there's 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 no layers of conditioning over you. You're just like a really strong magnet for mm-hmm. what is meant for you, what's destined for you. Yeah, absolutely. Those layers. That's what we unpacked in MBA was layer after layer after layer. And the more that you work on, sorry, I have a frog in my throat. The more that you work on um, just those layers of figuring out who you are underneath, the closer you get to just that like pure energy of you. Mm -hmm. And it's a much less question because it's only about like what you want. Mm -hmm. Yes. And because what's, what is destined for you is 
destined for everyone. It is best. It's the best choice for everyone when you're absolutely true to yourself. Yeah. Yeah. When we put ourselves first, everyone around us then has the permission to put themselves first as well. Yes. Yes. That is so true. Yeah. (laughs) So counterly. So, I mean, we know that following our intuition is what brings us the results that we want in our life that are true to us. But what do you think are some ways or some ways that we, we pay or are a cost to us when we don't follow our intuition? What happens when we don't do that? Oh my goodness. If I guess you could almost put it in a way of if you thought of your life as a whole and every single time you could make a decision, you chose the one you didn't want. It would end you up in a place of maybe even like losing yourself to put it bluntly. Um, You are living a life that probably doesn't make you happy. You're not feeling any joy. You might even feel like I felt earlier where I was living for other people and that can go down an entire slew of anxiety, depression, feeling dis-ease in your body, um, loss of relationships. It The list goes on and on. Um, and it doesn't have to be that dramatic, but it absolutely can get that dramatic because when you don't follow your intuition, you're essentially shutting off a part of yourself and just refusing to honor that part of yourself as a whole. And oh my goodness, like even imagining refusing to honor that part of yourself is a very constricted energy. Yeah. And speaking of energy, I, I, going back to this idea of thinking of us as a whole, if you were to look at us as a more holistic bird's eye view, mm-hmm. when you follow your intuition, you are naturally using your energy in the way that it's meant to be used because your intuition is always correct. And yeah. when you honor that, like you said, when you honor that part of yourself, you're using your energy in the way that it's supposed to. And that is a way for you to actually protect, preserve, and conserve your energy. So you may actually find yourself overall over time when you're continuously following your intuition that you actually have more energy than you used to because you're no longer devoting your energy towards things that drain you, that aren't meant for you, that are misaligned for you. Would you Mm -hmm. say that that's true for you and that's happened in your life? Absolutely. Yeah. Without a shadow of a doubt. And I see it um, even now when I'm like really for the most part following my intuition. I mean, we're all human and we're all going to make mistakes and make different decisions. And even learning about your intuition in the first place, you have to kind of have a mishap to learn, oh, okay, that's like not what's for me. But anytime that I choose something against my tuition, intuition, I absolutely feel it later. And for me personally, I'll feel anxious or I'll feel this like weight of a thought that's just lingering in the back of my head. And until I deal with that situation um, and ultimately just be honest with the person or whatever situation it is, I feel this like this, this energy just lift off of me because it was never actually meant for me. And in a way you're almost occupying that energy that someone else was meant to have. Mm. So it really is just better for everybody. Um, Even if you get yourself caught up in a moment where you didn't follow your intuition, the sooner that you kind of clarify that and align it for yourself, the better that you'll feel and everyone, everyone involved will feel better because you feel that tension energetically Mm -hmm. between everyone. Yes. And I love how you touched on, um, you know, the polarity equals clarity, you know, 
sometimes you got to experience what you don't want or you got to experience what not listening to your intuition looks like in order to get more clear on what you sh- what intuition does sound like for you. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't, I always say um, that I don't believe in failure because it's always a lesson. As long as you're willing to learn from it, it's always a lesson and you can't move forward without those learnings. So move, go forward, try your intuition. And if it doesn't work the first four times or even a hundred times, that's okay. Because on that hundred and one time, it might be that aha moment that you have where now you can move forward being like, oh my gosh, I totally understand what this means. And I can feel it in my body. And it just, it's a game changer. Mm, Yes. Yes. So you are a sacral manifesting generator so half of if I'm not mistaken half of the population is a sacral authority so for the listeners we're talking about human design now (laughs) so um I know that you um initially learned about your human design in uh MBA if if I'm Mm -hmm. not mistaken right yeah you learned about it then how has into now that you have like a specific name that you can call your intuition right how has that sort of shifted or evolved or changed for you now that you've been able to add this extra element into your process of following your intuition yeah and I mean I'm not any expert on human design you are my expert human that I come to um (laughs) so there's parts of my human design that I'm continuously learning about but I think that the main one for me was just like validation. There were parts of me that I thought were wrong or misaligned. And it was mainly based off of society and how you said we operate very much from the logical brain. Um, I'm a very creative person. I'm very flowy. I like to jump from thing to thing, which if you guys know about manifesting generators, that is exactly what we are meant to do. (laughs) Um, And I beat myself up for a really long time. Um, The people in my life that I loved, my family members beat me up because they were just like, why? Why can't you pick something that you're going to be good at? Just pick one. And mm. when I finally kind of aligned with what my human design is, I realized that I was never meant to be a person to just pick one thing and allowing that like acceptance of myself has helped me move forward in so many different ways. Um, and then the next thing is that it, I can't remember what the sentence is. Oh, it's, um, does this bring me joy? And that's one thing that I've been asking myself nonstop. And that also helps with my intuition because if it doesn't bring me joy, it's very easy for me to walk away from those things now. So kind of just validating and giving me that question. Um, it's, it's boosted my confidence in a lot of different ways. Mm, Yes. I love how you touched on boundaries. It's, it's like when you, when you, know these things about yourself when you can be certain like this is what my intuition is telling me it makes it that much easier to be able to establish and enforce boundaries it's like it's like it becomes so obvious that you can be unapologetic about this you you get this confidence really you get this confidence like no this is what is right for me that's Mm -hmm. not right for me I can be very firm and concrete in my no, and I can honor my no here or the yes or honor the yes. Yes, absolutely. I love that you said unapologetic mm-hmm. because I used to be such a people pleaser and everything. And it would always be against my intuition, no matter what, because I wanted 
to honor the person that was across from me more than I honored myself. And now that I've had that time, and it's been about a year and a half now that I've been really following my intuition, but it's true that it's completely unapologetic at this point, because I simply know that what's best for me is best for everybody involved. Yes. Yeah. Now, if everyone had that mentality, I honestly think we would be so much further involved. <laughs> so I think so too. Involved. Yeah. Yeah. There'd be a lot more love and joy and gratitude in the world. Yes. Could you, um, could you expand on what a sacral response feels like to you? I can only mm. intellectualize that because I don't have okay. the sacral response. So for any listeners who are a generator or manifesting generator and are a sacral authority like you, Erin, what does that actually feel like in your body when you're, okay. when your sacral talks to you? Ooh, that's a good question. Okay. Um, I guess in words, I, it feels like a gut feeling. So you might've heard it in like, I've had even my dad or my grandparents before be like, oh, I had this gut feeling about something where you almost feel, um, it can feel like your heart dropping into your stomach. It can feel like a sensation, um, kind of in my stomach, a little bit lower down towards my uterus, if I can say that. Mm -hmm. um, and it's almost just like this knowing feeling where it's either that drop of like, oh no, or it's a drop of like, okay, like this is right for me. And it's always some form of sensation that I feel inside of my body. But if I could put it into words, it would be like a gut feeling. Mm, yeah. Yeah. So the aphorism that most of us are familiar with, uh, the gut instinct or yeah, the gut feeling that, you know, when we do happen to hear about intuition in, yeah. in these days and age, we are talking about that gut feeling that I want to say, yeah, it's like half of the population that has the gut feeling. Yeah. And it's, it's weird because most people, um, outside of using the word intuition, when they get those gut feelings, um, I notice that they run away from them. <laughs> they ah. won't listen, but then like a year later, they'll be like, oh, it all makes sense now. I had that gut feeling and then this entire thing, this whole situation blew up and yeah. they knew it before, but they weren't willing to trust themselves. So it's kind of like, it feels different in everybody's body. Um, and I'm sure some people will resonate with my gut feeling as well, but um, I also get shivers all across my body when my intuition is talking to me. So I get goosebumps. Mm. So look for what it feels like in your body. And I go through all of that in my freebie that we'll talk about in a little bit. Um, but it's going to feel different in your body. And a part of that is really just getting in tune with what does it feel like in my body when, when my intuition is talking to me. Mm -hmm. And I think it's about starting to pay attention and just be open to whatever whatever messages or whatever medium your body chooses to yeah. communicate to you. Um, because especially if some people have really been blocking their intuition for a long time and like have next to no connection to it whatsoever, they've, their body isn't in tune with that. Their body doesn't feel safe in the way that their intuition speaks to them. Absolutely. What are you, what do you think are some ways that people have been unconsciously uh, disconnecting from their intu intuition or like what has been blocking them from connecting with their intuition? 
quite a few things can kind of block one of them that you said that I love is like not feeling safe. Mm -hmm. Um, so if you're someone that in your childhood, um, you had your feelings devalidated a lot or not listened to, if you're typically a people pleaser, um, you might find a little bit more resistance to this in the first place, because you have to almost teach yourself that it's safe to hear your own feelings. It's safe to feel what your body is feeling. And that's something I went through very heavily. Um, but there's anything from societal kind of programming um, anywhere from our childhood all the way up to however old you might be now, we're always having society tell us things of what's right, what's wrong, what we are allowed to do, what we're not allowed to do. And probably like nine and a half out of 10 times, my intuition is telling me to do the opposite thing than what I would do in society. So I think just kind of removing that judgment layer by layer, because it's yeah. never going to come out like as one um, is a really, really big one. And just second guessing yourself, I think is another really big one. Um, if you're not willing to have the faith to trust, to even maybe stumble a few times to get to know your intuition, um, you'll never feel safe to do so. And it's really like, it's flexing that muscle. So constantly removing those layers of judgment and then just seeing how does my body feel and does this feel right for me and trying it? Nope, not right for me. Okay. So now I know what that felt like in my body. Okay. Does this feel right? It is right. Okay. What did that feel like in my body? It's just so much awareness against the things that are blocking. But I think those are probably the two main things that would be a blockage. Yeah. And you also touched on, yeah, self-awareness. That's mm -hmm. honestly the first step to start anywhere with, yes. with and any kind of change or any new skill that you're looking to obtain or any goal that you're looking to achieve you always have to start with self-awareness so that you yeah. can know you know what to tell the gps about where you're going the gps needs the starting point in order to get to the destination so you got to know where you are now self-awareness is uh, self-awareness is something that i talk about a lot it's honestly mm -hmm. a superpower when you it can is. really when you can really tune in and listen to yourself i um for confident by design my my group coaching container the slogan or like the mission statement for it is mm -hmm. you are only as limited as your awareness of your personal power i love that yeah so the more that you bring awareness to yourself the greater that you hone your own skills the more that you hone your own power and when you choose to look away from that or deny it or don't pay attention to it you silence your power Yes. Like entirely you silence it. Um, something that I always really liked to kind of look at is no matter what industry you're in for work or kind of what brings you joy in the world that you're going for, there's going to be someone else that has simply just the audacity to do it. And they might not have the training or the confidence or anything, but they will just simply have the audacity. So if you can even just try to have the audacity to just trust yourself for a day, or as Catherine Zinkina says, like one of our manifestation teachers, give yourself the one year experiment, have the audacity to do it and everything else will fall into place. Everything else will kind of be attracted to you when you align to that energy. Yes. Yes. Have you, um, bringing up the one year experiment, has, is this something that you've been experimenting with or have you been like implementing it or was there 
is there a story there? Do you have a story there in regards to I your do. own experiment? <laughs> Actually, Amber, you are part of my one-year experiment because I have been someone that um, in people-pleasing, you can kind of downplay pretty much everything that you're good at just to make others around you feel more comfortable. Mm -hmm. And so my one-year experiment is really just being as big as I can be and using my energy to be the sunshine that I know that I am and saying yes to things before I feel like I'm ready for them, which would actually include this podcast that we are talking on right now. (laughs) Because if I never say yes to things before I'm ready for them, I will forever not do anything. And I will just be a hermit and and just enjoy where I am. And so that, that spot of getting uncomfy, I think is kind of where that one year experiment lies. So whatever it is that comes to mind, which is another way to check your intuition, but whatever comes to mind on, I would love to do that and is followed with but what if I'm not good enough, but whatever, that's the one thing you should choose for your one-year experiment, because that will take you out of your comfort zone. That will push you. And I mean, we're in the one year, so we'll check back in a year and we'll see how it went, but it's absolutely worth it. And I, I will promise you it's not comfortable, but if you can move through the discomfort, it's also the coolest feeling in the entire world. Um, like excitement mixed with excitement mixed with like feeling a little bit of fear (laughs) Mm -hmm. it's it's funny because when you choose to go after the thing that's really scary for you and you succeed there ends up being a major confidence boost you know we can build our confidence with the small everyday things and in fact of course I encourage that but when you are choosing to make those big leaps it's like boom whoa Mm -hmm where I've like accomplished so much. I have done so much. I didn't even know that was possible. Look how fucking powerful I am. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. No, I love it. It's, it's necessary for anything in this world. If you stay in your comfort zone, you will never get to the dreams that you're looking for unless your dreams are sitting in the comfort zone. Mm. You got to get uncomfy. <laughs> mm. Yes, that's a harsh truth for that I think a lot of people need to hear, you know, mm-hmm. your, your dream life is outside of the comfort zone. It is, you have to get comfortably uncomfortable. Yes. Yeah. And it can be so much fun along the way. It doesn't have to be just uncomfortable. There's just moments, you know, before the podcast where you're like, can I do this? Okay. I can do it. And you kind of get the flutters in your tummy and you're like feeling a little bit excited or anxious, however you'd like to label it. Mm -hmm. Um, but now that we're talking, it's so much fun. And I, you and I are both smiling from ear to ear and I would never have it any other way. So even with the discomfort, there's probably other feelings that are so high on the vibrational scale that you might not have felt in a really long time that are so worth the trade. So worth the trade. Yes. And it's about like fear is not something to fear. You know, we, Mm -hmm. we, we have this amazing online spiritual community where we can all like gather and like post stuff on Instagram or TikTok or whatever, you know, we, we, we're, we're getting all this really great information, but sometimes we get mixed messages and people, um, might say something that makes you shy away from doing things that are scary or 
um, you know, it's starting to talk about like toxic positivity and stuff like that's a whole other yeah. kind of conversation. But what I say, fear is not something to fear. Fear is something to take as an indication for something to transmute into pleasure. You know, it's yes. an it's an initial motivator, you know, showing us like, okay, yep, that's something that's scary. Let's move away from that. But through that process of moving away from something, what are we moving towards? What is the pleasure that we are yes. working towards? You know, yes, that was scary at first, but there's also going to be something, uh, a desirable, a desirable outcome that is there when we started with fear and then moved into pleasure. Yeah, absolutely. When you were saying that, I thought of like the first time I had to get on an airplane to like go to like Mexico and I was so excited to get to Mexico, but I was so scared to get onto the plane. And it's like that are you going to get on the plane kind of vibe? Like it's one small bit of like unknown until you get mm -hmm. to this like beautiful oasis that you've been dreaming of your entire life, wondering what it looks like. And once you touch down the rest of what you felt on the plane, it just like dissolves and transmutes and you're there. You did it. Yeah. And then you get to go on a beautiful vacation. <laughs> yes. Then you get to enjoy where you're at and soak it all in <laughs> oh it's 11 11 yes well, 11 11 for me well I think you're an hour behind but that's okay uh, I'll take it <laughs> <laughs> I just had to point it out like yes 11 11 uh, so what are some recommendations or action steps or suggestions that you have for those that are looking to start following their intuition yeah. Um, so I think that the first thing we've talked about it quite a few times already, but it's the awareness um, and really just the choice of being willing to go down that that road with yourself, because it's it's a relationship with you that you're building. It's not a relationship external. You're going inward and learning about you, how the sensations feel in your body, um, things that bring you joy. If you're a manifesting generator, I'm not sure about the other questions, but you can consult Amber if you guys want to know more about your human design um, and just really getting to know inside your body what that feels like, because we're so stimulated externally from our cell phones and computers and TVs and the plans that we have and what happened last night with our partner or a friend or, and we don't take that time for us. So meditation can be an excellent way to tune into yourself. Um, and I always encourage asking this or that questions as well. So it can be anything from you walking on a pathway and you have to choose, am I going to keep going straight or am I going to go right? Um, which one is it, this or that? And the very first thing that comes to your mind is your intuition and whatever follows that. And it'll be a split second, but whatever follows that is actually your ego, um, which is only serving your safety. And so if you can keep asking yourself this or that questions, um, you can even do it at the grocery store with a different brand name of pasta or something small that will help you to start learning how to feel that in your body and really what kind of sparks that interest for you. And from there, it'll just start to get easier and easier. Mm, yes. I did a little experiment. So my son, Noah, is also a manifesting generator, also a sacral authority like you. 
And we went to this corn maze a couple of months ago. Yeah. Um, autumn, you know. Uh, I love corn mazes. They're so yeah. fun. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was so fun. And in the past, I've gone to corn mazes and have gotten completely lost. But this time, what I did is I allowed my son to lead the way because he's, he was younger than two at the time very little conditioning, right? You know, often it's our conditioning that prevents us from following our intuition. So, you know, very little conditioning. And I just thought, I'm going to let him pick the directions that we'd go. So anytime that we'd come to a spot where, you know, there was an alternate route to take, I'd stand there and say, Noah, which way do you want to go? And then he'd say, oh, I want to go this way. And so, okay, great. So I Hmm. just let him choose the route. And that was the fastest I've ever made it out of a corn maze. We got it out of there in like under half an hour or something like wow. that. It was really fast. And I thought, holy shit, my son is so like, so in tune with his intuition. Yeah. I, I just got to let him keep, keep doing that and showing mm-hmm. him like, yes, the first, um, the first sign that you get or the first inclination that you have, that is what is correct for you. And to be able yeah. to watch, watch a little, watch a little boy uses intuition it's just so interesting because children are most connected to their authentic self you know the older that we get the more conditioning that we have Mm -hmm. the more layers that are put on the more disconnected we become from our intuition so it's like a really nice little mini experiment that I got to go to have yeah (laughs) I love that so much and it's such a beautiful thing um to even have like a child honoring themselves at that young and I mean, this is something that we're learning just now coming into 2022, like it's very much becoming more public knowledge and we're all learning how to harness these different things. And I'm sure there's people that don't know about intuition or spirituality or anything like that, but it's so beautiful to like, I can't imagine what he's going to be like when he's 18 and 20 and 25 making decisions because he will be so sure so secure in the things that he wants and the things that he knows are best. And you and I both know that when you follow um, that spark of inspiration or intuition, uh, these magical things start to just unveil themselves. And that's so cool. I love it. Keep, keep me updated on that. Keep doing stuff (laughs) like that with him because maybe he'll start picking out all of your favorite brands at the, at the grocery store and you won't even know it. Maybe. Yeah, he's quite, uh, he's quite the little one. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm, I'm curious because um, you and I were both very much so uh, into the world of manifestation. Yes. What, do you have any examples of when you unapologetically followed your intuition and you ended up receiving exactly what you wanted or you manifested exactly what you wanted or something better? Do you have any examples of that? Yes, I'm sure. I'm trying to think of like a good one. I've done small ones where I'll manifest a parking spot and it Ooh. sometimes it makes my friends really like annoyed, but like laugh. Cause they're like, how does this happen every time? Because you can do it before you go to your like destination. And as soon as I get there, there's just like in an entire mall, a parking spot. So that's probably one of my favorite ones um, because it's so simple and just one of those tiny life annoyances that you don't want to drive around yes. the mall for like half an hour to find a spot. Yeah. But I think um, one of the coolest ones that I had was uh, money related. And I was in kind of it was last tax season. And I was in a spot where I was really just focused on myself, not really focused on any income. Um, and I didn't really know how I was going to make any income, but you kind of 
release the how so that the universe can bring it to you. And I just knew that I needed to make some money. um, And I kind of did my journaling, my manifestation practice, which I won't get into because that's a whole other episode. Um, And I thought for sure that I was going to go through Christmas season without being able to like get any presents or anything, be able to kind of get through the year. And when tax season came around, um, I actually got back $3,000. Um, not expecting to even get back anything at all, because usually we end up paying um, and it just, it flowed right in. And from there I kept getting um, just different little things that were not related to any hourly wage I had ever worked before. And I think that that was kind of the moment where I started to like really trust in my manifestations because they were coming in the weirdest ways and the most abundant ways. And just kind of using that to like live my life was one of the coolest things ever. I've never been able to manifest $3,000 before that. So. Yes. It's such a good feeling. I, I also remember it was like April of last year. I want to say I hit my first five figure month. When I say, I say that, I mean, my partner and I combined That's and so cool. it was like a total shock. It was so funny because um, in MBA, when we were, I think it was like module one or module two, we were writing down like, what would you have to manifest before this course is over to like really affirm you believe that this is true. And I had actually wrote down a five figure month and I completely forgot about it. Totally forgot. And then I was going back in my workbook for, for some reason. And I came across this entry and I was like, oh, holy shit, I actually did that. And I completely forgot that I had even had the intention of doing that. I mean, that sounds silly. Like who forgets that they want to manifest five figures, but (laughs) it gives me goosebumps, like full body goosebumps, but that's what we were told to do, you know, set it, forget it, Mm -hmm. keep going. And then it just pops on up and you're like, wait, I manifested this like four months ago and it's here now. Like, it's such a cool thing having the faith in the universe and just allowing it to come to you. It's like a little present that shows up on your doorstep without a package (laughs) (laughs) and no like timeline, no announcement. It just like, Oh, here you go. Yeah. Just knocks on the door. Hey, I'm here. You, you, you beckoned. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I always like to say that the, um, the manifestation process, um, it's almost like putting in an online order and Mm -hmm. I always forget that I put in an online order. It doesn't matter what I order within three or four days, it's completely out of my mind and it'll show up to the door and I get asked what I ordered and I cannot remember for the life of me. (laughs) And so anytime I'm working with my clients, I always just tell them, write it down on a piece of paper, like you're making an online order. And then once you order it, you don't question if it's coming to you. You don't wonder. You just simply know that it's on its way to the point where you might even forget that it's on its way and it will be delivered. Yeah, that's like true blind faith. Mm -hmm. Like you, you trust so much. You trust yourself so much. You trust the power of the universe so much that you can actually just completely surrender and even get to the point of forgetting about it. Yeah, absolutely. We don't order something and then, and then start panicking. Yeah. Well, it's never going to come. Like it is, you just ordered it. Yeah. 
You don't go to a restaurant and order a meal and then wonder if the waiter is going to bring your meal. You know that your meal is being made in the back and it'll be here as soon as it's ready. Mm -hmm. So as soon as it's aligned for you, it'll be here. And sometimes there might be delays. Sometimes, you know, there might be, um, you know, changes in shipment, you know, some rearranging that needs to happen before, you know, your package safely arrives to you, but not to worry. So it's out there getting sorted for you. Someone else is waving their magic wand Mm -hmm. and they're figuring out that process for you. And it's going to arrive on your doorstep right when it is meant to arrive on your doorstep. Yes, absolutely. I love that. (laughs) So what are, please tell us, I'd love to open the floor for you to share with us um, if there's anything more specifically that you would like to share in terms of what you offer to what you offer to clients and, and what are some ways that we can connect with you? Yes, absolutely. Um, so, I mean, I am a spiritual coach. I do energetic transformation. Um, I specialize in intuition. So if you ever wanted to work with me as a coach or anything, you can visit my website. It's energeticallyerin.com. But otherwise, I have a really awesome freebie that is actually specifically for intuition. It's called Intuitive. Um, you guys don't have to pay for that or anything. You can head to my website, energeticallyerin.com forward slash freebies. Um, and it'll be right there for you. It takes you through a lot of the topics that we chatted about a little bit more in depth of what blocks your intuition. There's a toolbox in there to take you through exercises that'll help you build your intuition. Um, and just know that if you're starting at the beginning of your spiritual awakening and you feel lost, that this will help you so much. It will take you really farther than I was ever able to go in many years. I mean, I'm four years into my spiritual awakening. And if I was able to use my intuition sooner, I feel like I would be where I am now in a fraction of the time. So try it out and see if you guys like it and share it with your friends and yeah, enjoy it. Just soak it all in and and get to know you the best that you can. Um, my everything is energetically Aaron. So you can find me on TikTok, Instagram, everywhere for energetically Aaron. Yes. And those links will also be in the show notes for you listeners so that you can connect with Aaron. I, I have to admit, I still have not gotten your freebie. So I'm going to go and look that up right after we get off of our call here. Yay. Mm. <laughs> Do you have any, um, any final thoughts or golden nuggets that you'd like to share before we finish our call today? golden nuggets. Um, (laughs) I just like that term. I think just go out there and live your life for you, whatever that looks like. Um, if you have to abandon what society says, abandon what the people closest to you that you love say, and put you first, because that's where everything else is going to start to fall into place. And even the people, places, and things that are around you will shift as soon as you start living life for you. And I promise it will make you so much happier than any people pleasing or any like trying to like save other people's feelings. It's just simply, it's not worth it. And after going through the whole pandemic, I feel like we've all realized that life is meant to be lived for us and take every moment that you can to fill it with joy. Mm. Uh, Thank you so much for your wisdom. Thank you for having me. I've been so happy that this is now an episode in the making, a manifestation that has come to fruition. Yes. (laughs) A little happy dance there. (laughs) (laughs) 
All right. Well, thank you so much for being on here today. And listeners, thank you so much for tuning in. And I will connect with you on the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I am truly honored that you have entrusted me to fill your cup with all the good stuff. If this episode blew your mind, please show me some love by downloading and subscribing. A small, simple action that helps me share my mission with more people. Did you have any major breakthroughs? I want to hear about them. By screenshotting this episode and tagging me on Instagram or Facebook, you can follow me on Instagram at confidently.amber for daily confidence building tips and updates about my workshops, programs, and freebies. I'm sending you so much love and gratitude, and I look forward to connecting in the next episode. Mwah.